Hi, this is Dirk with Steward Leader, and this is The Extraordinary Life. I thought I was going to be dead. My parents would be called, I would be suspended, or at least have a year-long suspension. As I was called to my teacher's desk to explain the terrible things that I had written as a funny note to my friend, all my teacher said was, meet me here right after school. The waiting was terrible, it was terrible. But I did as I was told, I walked in with my head down and certain that my future was absolutely ruined. And all he said was, Dirk, did you write this? Yes, sir. I said with my head still down. Does this stuff you wrote really reflect who you are, he asked. Honestly, I hope not, I said. I said it with some form of authentic vulnerability. Then he said, well, I don't think it is either. I suggest you don't write anything like this again. Do you think you can give me your word on that? Yes, sir, I can, I said. Okay, then, you're dismissed. Thanks for coming in. And he opened the door to his classroom for me to leave. I had no idea what to do next, none. But I stood up slowly from my desk. I looked him in the eyes and I simply said, thank you. I was caught. I was more than a little scared. I was worthy of punishment. And I was offered grace and a new beginning. In the Gospel of John, chapter 8, the Pharisees tried to set a trap for Jesus with a woman caught in adultery. And as a parenthetical, again, I still find it odd that the male adulterer apparently was the innocent one in this event. But the Pharisees tried to trick Jesus and catch him between Roman law and Jewish law. But at first, he offered a non-response that totally infuriated them, and then a beautiful, heart-stopping question. Here it is. But Jesus bent down and started to write on the ground with his finger. When they kept on questioning him, he straightened up and he said to them, Let any of you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone at her. And then again, he stooped down and wrote on the ground. At this, those who heard began to go away one at a time, the older ones first, until only Jesus was left with the woman still standing there. Jesus straightened up and asked her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? No one, sir, she said. Then neither do I condemn you, he declared. So go now and leave your life of sin. The woman never protests her innocent innocence or pleads for grace and mercy. Yet as the crowd clears and the stones that were to be hurled in judgment at her lie on the ground, she is released from condemnation. Jesus' final words to her are his words to us. He has not come to judge, but to save. He united himself with us and with the woman and took on to himself the depths of our sin and pain on the cross. And I really believe 
that had the Pharisees begun to throw stones at the woman, Jesus would have courageously stood in front of her to protect her and to absorb the sting of every stone. So what do we do with the Savior who came to save and to rescue and to redeem and to recreate and not to condemn? Here are some thoughts and some ideas for folks like us on the journey to the extraordinary. Number one, think about the anger and the venomous judgment that is so prevalent in our cultures today. Number two, have you felt the condemnation of the crowd? Number three, have you ever been given unexpected grace and mercy that totally changed your life? Number four, what does it mean for you today that you are not condemned, criticized, or rebuked by God, but you are loved, saved, and given new life? Number five, this story in John chapter eight is a story of hope, caught, guilty, and condemned to death. Jesus silences our condemning crowds and he gives us new life. Number six, offer this hope to the world. This is the really, really good news of God in Jesus Christ. And last, number seven, this hope is revolutionary. Jesus came into the world not to condemn it, but to rescue it, to save it, to redeem it, and to recreate it through his love, his grace, and his power. The extraordinary life is a life of revolutionary trust and hope in God. In our cultures of quick anger and fast judgment, we offer the good news of our God who does not condemn but loves us and saves us through his power and his grace. God's great adventure for our lives is a journey of freedom in his love and his grace. We release our condemnation of ourselves as we realize we are transformed and liberated in the grace and the mercy of our God. There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, so we can live our lives filled with hope. So as you think about a life of revolutionary hope and trust in our gracious God, a great place to start today can be the steward's prayer. Lord, what do you want me to do today with all you have trusted me with to honor you and to advance your kingdom? God bless you today as you live the extraordinary life. And remember that with God and with each other, we can.